Welcome to Catch These Vibes. This is Sharmanique, and you are listening to another episode, um, episode 60 to be exact. Thank you so much for tuning in um, and catching a vibe and just listening to whatever I talk about this week. So let's go ahead and see what that is. Um, let's see, what, what should we start with? Well, let's go ahead and just talk about the Grammys. Let's get that out of the way. <sighs> so, the Grammy ratings. So, according to Variety, Grammy Awards hit record low, down nearly 53% compared to 2020 show. Um, I wonder if that has anything to do with the fact that we're in a pandemic and, but no, you would think that people would be super tuned in because, you know, most of us are all at home, you know what I'm saying? Most of us all stay on our phones all day. So it's kind of like, how can you miss it? But I guess people are not really interested. I don't know. But yeah, it's pretty crazy. Um, I didn't I don't really be watching um these award shows. First of all, I don't have cable. So um if there's no way to like stream it, then I'm like I'm gonna be just watching clips off of the internet. So that's pretty much what I did for the Grammys and what I do for every other award show. Um, so I, to be honest, I really just don't, I don't really be like wanting to tune in because the fact that Nikki doesn't have a Grammy is just kind of like, I can't take these serious. Like, I just don't take them serious anymore. And I just be feel it just seemed like they give the awards to the same people every single year. And every year it's Billie Eilish. She won every award that she damn damn near every award she awarded or nominated for. Um and speaking of Billie Eilish, I just have to say <sighs> Hold on, let me look it up really quickly because I think it was record of the year. Um, so Billie Eilish, this girl, she wins everything, every everything. Um, so she won record record of the year for everything I wanted, which I do love that song. Um, she won song written for visual media for No Time to Die, um, and then she was nominated for two others so it looks like she just won two but so she she got on stage for the one for record of the year and she was just like oh this is this is supposed to go to Megan oh this is supposed to go to Megan oh a girl I think about you all the time like I want to cry because uh da, 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 da. and I'm just like girl what are you talking about it just didn't seem like I don't know. It's like, okay, so what are y'all best friends behind the scenes? And don't, and don't nobody know about it? Like, what, what, what is going on? But 
but yeah, it was just so it was just a little awkward because Adele Adele did that a couple years ago to Beyonce, but when Adele did it, it just seemed it seemed genuine, like she really felt that way. And she said it based off of, you know, she she really loved lemonade, just like everybody else did. So she was like, You should have won this because that's how I really feel. So it was like she was Billy Eilish was trying to have that type of moment, but it just did not work. It really backfired for me. So yeah, I was just like, what are you talking about? Because she just was dragging on and on and on. Like, I think about you every day. I think about you all the time. And oh my gosh, I want to cry right now because of how much I love you. And it was just like, what? <laughs> oh, but I I do love Billie Eilish though. Um, I watched her documentary. I don't think I mentioned it. She put out a documentary on Apple TV. Um, and I really, really enjoyed it because it was just beautifully put together. Um, and you really just got to get a good glimpse into who she really is. Um, so the documentary is called The Road's a Little Blurry. Um, so it's two hours and 30 minutes long. Um, and they it's pretty much just following her her journey on the road, on stage, and at home with her family. Um, so there's a lot of good scenes in there where it's her and her brother Phineas in his room working and creating the songs. And you just really get to get just get a glimpse into her life. Um, so I actually enjoyed it. And it's something that I wouldn't mind watching again. Um, so, yeah. But yeah, when she was on stage doing all that extra, it was just like real cringy. And I'm just like, oh my gosh, please stop. Um, but yeah, so what was I saying before that? Oh, I was saying that the same people win every single time. So yeah, Billie Eilish, she went, she won two awards. Um, and it seemed like it's just always her. It's always like her, the artist. It's always Taylor Swift. Um, it just be the same people. So I just be like, it's just not interesting. But let's go ahead. Let's just go through some of the winners for the show. So as I was saying, the fact that Nicki Minaj has not won one Grammy yet. I mean, we can go through the list of all the incredible, talented, well-deserving artists who have not won a Grammy. Um, and it's pretty freaking ridiculous. But for some reason, the fact that Nicki Minaj doesn't have one, it really irritates me. Like, it really does. So I can't even be really excited. I mean, I do be excited, like, for Janae Eichel, for example. I was very excited for her that she was being recognized. I mentioned that already. Um, but she did not win any, which was which was a bit irritating. And she, I think she hosted the pre-show. So it was like, y'all could have gave her something. My goodness. <sighs> 
So, yeah, I, I was pretty upset for her that she didn't um, get any of her awards that she deserved. Y'all, I'm trying to pull up this dang list, but I'm having a hard time. Let's see. Let's go to R&B. Okay. So, you know, Beyonce took a lot of the awards um, of hers. I think she two two of on her own and then two with Megan, if I'm not mistaken. Um, so she won for best R&B performance for Black Parade. Um, as I mentioned, Billie Eilish, she won record of the year. Let me see. Song of the year, I can't breathe her. This this girl, her, she be winning every single year. She been winning ever since she um became like really big when everybody was playing the mixtapes and she was the new artist. She been winning ever since. Um, so Megan Thee Stallion, she won best new artist. <sighs> I feel like Doja Cat should have got that honestly. Um, let me see. Hold on, let me go to the rap category. Um, but the reason why I feel like Doja Cat should have won that is because she really, um, I feel like it's just really been about her music. And she's really been like putting out quality music and quality videos. And the fact that she's been able to just like grind off of this hot pink project or album or whatever it was since it came out. You know, got a number one with Say So and it's been doing well. Got viral songs. I don't know. I just feel like she's doing good and I'm just. I feel like she's she was better uh, a better candidate for the best new artist, but um, Megan Thee Stallion won best rap performance for Savage with Beyonce. I don't know, man. I just don't know how I feel about that. She won best. Okay, so she won best rap performance and best rap song, and I just feel like no, like no, like Rockstar, The Box, those was way bigger to me than Savage. Like I just feel like they was just giving these awards to her, and she, like she, could have definitely at least got one of these. But the fact that they gave all of these to her. It's just kind of irritating. Like, I feel like these other nominees, Rowdy Rich, the baby, little baby, you know, they should have definitely, it's time for one of them to get to get these. And I feel like these girls, some of these girls been getting like these Grammys just handed to them. Like, and it's just like, what's really going on? I can't really take this shit seriously. I just really can't.
I really, really can't. So, but congratulations to Beyonce for making history, making her story, um, being the most awarded, Grammy awarded female artist. And that's something that she should be very proud of and that should be definitely celebrated. So I don't want, you know, want to ever try to make, make it sound like that. I don't mean anything. It's just, it just don't be making sense. It just really don't. Okay, let's go through. This is interesting. Let's go through Beyonce's Grammy Awards. So, as we finna go through this list. Um, so she got for music video, Brown Skin Girl, Rap Song, Savage Remix. Rap Performance, Savage Remix, R&B Performance, Black Parade. She won for one for Music Film, Homecoming. That was very, very deserving. All this is deserving. Music Video Formation. So 2020, 2020 to 2017. Formation, Urban Temporary Album, Lemonade. R&B Song, Drunk in Love. R&B Performance, Drunk in Love. Surround Sound Album, Traditional, Love on Top, Single Ladies, Halo at Last, Single Ladies, B-Day, So Amazing, Crazy in Love, Say My Name, they just, so, so it does look like for the most part, Beyonce has gotten the Grammys that she's really deserve to get. I'm sure there was some that she probably didn't get, but yeah, she obviously, obviously she been, she ain't have a problem getting a Grammy at all. So I ain't trying to be all, I don't want to be biased because it's like, how can I say, oh, it makes sense that she has all these Grammys, but then it don't really make sense that Nicki Minaj doesn't have one. And that people do say that, oh, it's really about, you know, who you kiss up to, you know, who you cool with. And I feel like they probably scared of Beyonce. Like, you can't not give Beyonce a Grammy. But I feel like it's easier for certain things to happen to Nicki Minaj, for her to be blackballed, for there to be a hate train, things like that, um, for some reason. For some reason. And we're going to get into it because Sis has been on a hiatus. Um, she hasn't been been active on the internet or released any music. Um, let me see. <sighs> yeah, so she's been on a hiatus and it's just like Every day, every week is something that 
people are constantly picking on this woman. People constantly have stuff to talk about, about this woman. And it just be like, she just minding her business, trying to live her life. And people just want to create these, these narratives, these negative narratives about her. Um, so there's this clip going around from Wendy Williams' show, and she's talking about Nicki Minaj. And it just seems like Wendy Williams has a issue with Nicki Minaj because every time she speaks on this woman, it's nothing but negative negativity. But I mean, I guess that's her job. That's what she does or whatever. But yeah, so the in the clip, she's talking about the Grammys. And she's talking about the fact that Megan Thee Stallion won three Grammys. And she starts saying, oh, and Nikki's upset about that. And, and it's just like, how are you saying, how can you say that Nikki is upset about it when this woman ain't said nothing? How, how do you know that she's upset about it? And it's like, okay, so now you're creating this narrative that Nikki is bitter about Megan having Grammys because she doesn't have one. Same thing they did when Cardi B won hers. And it's like, it's never about that person's accomplishment. It's always about the fact that Nikki doesn't have it. The fact that Nikki this, Nikki that. And it just really don't make sense why people choose to bring her up. It's like, why y'all can't just congratulate these women and let them, their accomplishment be their accomplishment not some, not an excuse or not a reason to tear another person down. And it's like everybody be trying or choosing and using every opportunity to do that. So Wendy Williams was like, yeah, she's, so she's upset with Megan because Megan has three Grammys. And it's just like, Now it's just going to be, that's going to be another issue. Another man-made created problem or beef between two people because blogs and personalities want to create rumors. So that was something that a lot of people was talking about today because it was just like, Nikki ain't said a word. She ain't been active. So how are you going to say as if this lady got on her her page and actually tweeted out, oh, I don't fuck with Megan because she got three Grammys now. It's like, how how can you just say that this woman said something or this woman feels a way when she has never expressed that? Like, that's so weird. But um, it's just really sad because her father recently passed away um, so rest, rest in peace to her dad. Um, she just, she's still, I'm pretty sure still getting used to being a mother. I don't, I don't even, her son ain't even a year old yet. And it's just like every day somebody trying to create some type of negative narrative about this woman. Um, so it's, it's good that she been on a hiatus. I hope she don't come back on the internet because she don't need to be, you know, seeing all the negative stuff that people be saying. And it's like, that's why it's very important to take breaks from social media because 
you know, in even if you ain't a, a famous person, you don't gotta be a famous person to need to take breaks from social media because it could be a lot. Um, so I always try to keep that in mind. Um, even though I know it's hard, it's hard to put down your phone and get on, stay off of it. But I do like to start taking breaks, I, deleting the apps, and just staying off of it for however long necessary. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to talk about that because Nicki Minaj, that's my bitch. And I'm tired of motherfuckers messing with her. Shoot. And since she on hiatus, I gotta, I'm trying to represent for her by speaking on this platform about it because motherfuckers got the gang fucked up trying to fuck with the queen of rap. It's crazy, man. It's crazy, man. The shit that people be doing for attention, the shit that be going on. That's another reason why, another reason why I do not want to be famous, like, whatsoever. Because it's, it just seems like it's hell. Like, life is already hard, but then when you got to deal with the things that come with being a celebrity, the paparazzi, no privacy, not being able to do normal and simple things anymore. Like, I feel like it's, it's very evident that that takes a toll on people. I mean, given all the, the, the time, all the times that we've heard about, you know, suicides and overdose and things like that, pretty sure that the the heavy the weight and heaviness of being a celebrity is probably probably has a lot to do with that type of stuff. But people I mean would be like people want people to be kinder to each other, but it's I guess it's easier said than done. Because in the in the moment, sometimes we're not thinking. We don't think about being kind. We might be thinking about other things. Um, but yeah, there's that. Shout out to Nicki Minaj, and I hope she's doing well with her her cute little baby. And I hope she's being just able to just be at peace and just enjoy the moments that she's being able to experience with her son um, and I guess, you know, just being able to grieve from the passing of her father. But um, she's just another, she's just somebody that I always want to give flowers because I feel like people don't really be trying to give her her flowers. And that that's bothersome to me. But anywho, All right, so I think it's a good time for us to have a social media minute and see what is being talked about on Twitter. Oh, let's see, child. Oh, my goodness. It says, men arrested after eight people killed in shootings at massage parlors in Georgia. 
Eight people were killed in shootings at three different massage parlors in Atlanta and Ackworth, Georgia, on Tuesday. According to police and multiple news outlets, it's understood four people were killed at Young's Asian Massage in Ackworth, while in Atlanta, three Asian females died at Gold Massage Spa and one Asian female died at Aromatherapy Spa. A male suspect, Robert Aaron Long of Woodstock, has been arrested and authorities are very confident he was responsible for all three shootings, according to Captain Jay Baker from the Cherokee County Sheriff's Department. Authorities said it was not immediately clear if the Asian women were the targets of the shooting and did not offer a motive for the attack. Oh, wow. That's crazy. At least six Asian women. Goodness, that's the first thing that was on there. So, had to send our condolences to the families and to the victims. That's crazy. All right, let's see uh, what else is on here. So it says the flash airing on the CW, Mayans FX tonight. Got a couple of uh, shows. I don't watch neither one of those. The Flash, I heard that's pretty good, though. Um, let's see, Fashion Nova. People are sharing a text that they say online store Fashion Nova sent to their customers, encouraging them to spend their COVID-19 stimulus money on their website. Okay, let's see, what does it say? So it says, Fashion Nova, it's the STEMI for me. Let's go. Save up to 80% off the site-wide and make that 1400 stretch. Praise hands. Use code SAVE80 and shop ASAP. Somebody said, now Fashion Nova. Fashion Nova don't be playing, okay? They be trying to get their money. Mm, okay. I won't be purchasing nothing from them, though. Um, they do got cute stuff. I ain't going to front, but no, I'm cool. Um, Kodak Black is trending. I really do not care because he's ignorant. Um, let's see. Sean King. People react to Sean King's piece, understanding the pain, grief, and fury of Samaria Rice. Oh, my goodness. What's going on? So I always hear stuff about Sean King, um, and it doesn't, it's never anything good. Never anything good. For somebody who makes attempts to do good publicly, no one really has good things to say about him. Okay, let me see what they talking about. So official statement from Samaria Rice, mother of Tamir Rice and Lisa Simpson, mother of Richard Risher. Okay, let's see. Tamika D. Mallory, Sean King, Benjamin Crump, Lee Merritt, Patrice Kohlers, Melina Abdullah, 
and the Black Lives Matter Global Network need to step down, step back, and stop monopolizing and capitalizing our fight for justice and human rights. We never hired them to be the representatives in the fight for justice for our dead loved ones murdered by the police. The quote-unquote activists have events in our cities and have not given us anything substantial for using our loved ones' images and names on their flyers. The attorneys in our fight are also misleading the impacted families. In the case of Tamir Rice, it was even questionable as to whether Benjamin Crump knew the the laws in depth in the state of Ohio. I fired him six to eight months into Tamir's case. We don't want or need y'all parading in the streets, accumulating donations, platforms, movie deals, etc. off the death of our loved ones while the families and communities are left clueless and broken. Don't say our loved ones' names, period. That's our truth. Oh, wow. Okay, so basically it does. It looks like the family, as, as you can hear through that statement, they're upset. They're feel, they feel like they're being, their, son, their family's names um, are, are being exploited. And, you know, they're not getting any of the benefits, even though that's not really the point. It's just like, okay, what is the purpose of doing all this if it's not to help out, help us out or help the community out? So, oh, okay, that's interesting. So it looks like Bow Wow is trending. So Drake paid tribute to Bow Wow while celebrating in Hot 100 Feet. If it wasn't for you, there wouldn't be no me. And that's why I'm gonna run you. If you didn't know that song, what was you doing? Where was you at? Like, what? I used to love me some Bow Wow. But yeah, so it looks like people are talking about that. And, um talking about Bow Wow and how he deserves his flowers. And that's facts, though, because, I, I, like I said, I love me some Bow Wow. And he was just, he was just everything during that time. And, and, he, and he held that position for a long time, for me specifically. I had to crush on him for a minute. I had all his magazines, all his CDs, I love watching the Like Mike movie. Even love the soundtrack. So, yeah, Bow Wow, he was big for me in my childhood. Let me see. Let me read this fact. It says, Hip Hop by Number says, Bow Wow is the second most successful solo rapper under 18 in hip hop history. Billboard 200 plus Hot 100 Weeks, 276. Top 10, 16 weeks, five times platinum. Only Soldier Boy is ahead of him. Respect is due. Okay, okay. Yeah, Bow Wow, he was he was that boy for real. He was that dude. Like it's that's undeniable. No matter what, you know, stuff be going on. Okay, let's go over his top chart in hot 100 hits. Like you was number three. You know, that was everybody's song. I ain't never had nobody show me all the things. Number four 
Let Me Hold You. Everybody loved that song. Number nine, Shorty Like Mine. Um, I'm a flirt. Let's get down. You're really nice to me. Uh-huh. I think they like me. Bounce with me. Uh, Bow Wow, that's my name at 21. Baby is you at 22. Out of my system. Versus I miss and girlfriend. Hmm. I would. I don't know. I feel, I would have thought he had more than that, but that's a good amount. I loved all of them songs. So. Um. But yeah. So shout out to Bow Wow, Shad Moss. Um. I loved him in the Johnson Family Vacation. Um. So he really had a good run, and. I just hope that he could, like, turn his career around for the better. So it just – it. so when we talk about him in current and present time, it's not based off of some foolishness or some drama. But uh, let's see. What else, else is trending here? So pandemic home sales are at a levels not seen since before the last housing crash. How this boom is different. The Wall Street Journal. Residential home sales are hitting peaks last seen in 2006, just before the bubble burst. But this time, mortgages are stricter, down payments are higher, and it's high supply support supporting prices. Interesting. So people in the market for buying a home. There's some things to consider. I really cannot wait till I could buy a house. That's one of the things that I cannot wait to do. But I know it's going to be a a couple more years for me before I'm able to do that. Um, The next thing that trend in here is it says Candace. So Cardi B and commentator Candace Owens come to a head on women and sexuality following the rapper's performance of her hit song WAP at the Grammys last week. So for some reason, these people at these news stations, these Republicans, are obsessed with Cardi B and are obsessed with her WAP song and because they keep bringing it up. And so Cardi B is, she's been arguing online with Candace Owens. Oh, child. And I was looking at the tweets. And it looks like they both got shit to promote. So Candace Owens got a show that will drop, doesn't even drop until tomorrow. And it's number one trending country. Yeah, see, they both got shit to to gain from this. They both, yeah, mm mm-mm. Something don't sound right. I don't like it. This woman got a whole show that come out tomorrow. Cardi B promoting her song the whole time they arguing. It's just like, can y'all be any more obvious? Anywho, moving along. Um, Asian Americans. People are condemning anti-Asian violence after eight people were killed in shootings at three different massage parlors in Georgia. So we were we were talking about that already. But it looks like people are really talking about it as is 
um, in the sense of it being anti-Asian violence. So I wonder what race the shooter was. Didn't really seem like he had an Asian name. So um, stop Asian hate. That's trending as well. Tiffany Haddish has the Swedish reaction to Grammy's comedy album win. Good for her. Um, Sharon Osbourne. So, yeah, this is something I did want to talk about as well. Um, it says, CBS has extended the talk's production hiatus after, after host Sharon Osbourne was accused of having a long history of racist language and bullying in report by journalist Yashir, Yashar Ali. The show was previously placed on hiatus after Osborne clashed with co-host Cheryl Underwood while defending Pierce Morgan against allegations of racism. Osborne apologized for the confrontation in an in, in Instagram post, stating she allowed her fear and horror of being accused of being a racist take over. Girl, bye. Oh my gosh. Too much be going on. Like there's a lot of stuff that, that that be going on that I just don't be talking about. And I really don't care to talk about it. But since this was on the trending list, we did have to go over it. But I just uh uh-uh, uh. This lady sharing Oz first of all, let's I just want to shout out to Cheryl Underwood because the way that she handled the the situation was very classy and just way, way, way better than I would have been able to compose myself. So I just wanted to say shout out to her because she had a she very patient, um, very, very patient when Miss Osborne was speaking to her in the way that she was. Um you know, and I was, I'm sure uh, me along with so many others was upset for Miss Miss Underwood having to sit there and go through that. And she having to be the bigger person because, you know, the first thing that they're going to say about a Black woman is when she starts getting loud is, oh, they, you know, they're going to, they, they're going to spin the story and then the topic is going to be, the title of everything is going to be something totally different than what really was the reason that the shit started in the first place. So kudos to her for keeping her composure and staying classy and patient and professional. Because if you haven't seen the clip of how Sharon Osborne was reacting to them, obviously having a conversation about Pierce Morgan and his, his racist, his racist ways, and she wanted to, she felt the need to defend him and then tried to make it personal. And then she told her, um, I should be the one upset or I should be the one crying. And it's just like, girl, for what? Like, what? <sighs> Woosa. Mm, mm, some the stuff that be happening sometimes I just can't believe that it's actually happening. Like I just be feeling like people are actors. I mean, people really are actors and actresses, but I just feel like everything is just a a play. Everything is just 
being acted out because ain't no way. I guess there is a way because this shit really happens, but it's just unbelievable. The things that people tell themselves and try to rationalize and the way that people think is just like, what? <laughs> oh, man. Okay, what else we got here? I think that was enough. This is us. is trending. Asian American Celtics. Suspect. 25, 21-year-old Robert Aaron has been taken into custody. Hold on. Let me see if I can find a picture of him because I want to know Robert Aaron. Hold on. Let me Google it. Is that him? Yep, I think. Yep, he looked like a redneck. <sighs> Man, that's sad. It's a crazy world that we live in. Wow, okay, yeah. I'm sorry, y'all. This, this episode is kind of sounding really dark and I ain't even intend on that but that's just crazy that's just the shit that's going on in our world right now and I'm just here to talk about it <sighs> okay y'all I'm gonna try to lighten, lighten the mood a little bit with this next topic, not if no, it's not really going to do. It's not really going to lighten the mood, actually. Okay, so this ain't probably ain't going to lighten the mood, but I think this is an interesting topic to talk about. I wanted to read this article. It's called Four Signs That You Are Dating Someone Who Is Seeing Other People." So, we're gonna go through this. Um, and you might learn some things. You never know. So it starts by saying, when I was 16, I had a huge crush on my neighbor that lived down the street from my house. Over the years, we had always waved at each other from across the street and would see each other at our small town events, such as the 4th of July fireworks show that the city put on. At one point, he got my phone number and would send me flirty texts when we drove past each other, but I assumed it wasn't going to go any further. To my absolute delight, he asked me to hang out one night, which resulted in one of the most romantic moments of my young adult life. We got milkshakes, he attempted to teach me to drive stick, and the night ended with the first kiss that gave, ever gave me butterflies. After that night, we saw each other a few more times, but the majority of our communication was over text. There were continual hints that we would end up together, and he would tell me that he liked me over and over again. So I ended up spending months waiting for him to actually date me. One day, I got online and saw that he was in a relationship with another girl. My young heart was broken 
But that day I learned a very important lesson. You should never assume that someone is only seeing you until you have had that honest and transparent conversation around commitment. I always advise people not to put all of their eggs in one basket or to assume that someone is exclusive with them just because they have gone on some dates and are talking frequently. As I got older and online dating slash social media became more prevalent in our lives, it was likely that the men I was dating were still seeing a wide range of other women. Here were four of the most tall telling signs that you may be just another date in a sea of many. Number one, they keep you hanging until the last minute. Back in college, I spent my freshman year with a roommate who continually put all of her plans on hold for the guy she liked. Time and time again, we would go to dinner or to a party and come back to find her still waiting for this guy to show up hours after he had said that he would. Although at the time, we would roll our eyes and say that she was foolish for putting her plans and life on hold for this guy. I would be lying if I said there weren't numerous times when I found myself in the same position. When I was younger, it was far too easy to cancel plans with friends to allow time for the guy I liked who texted me at some point in the evening asking if I wanted to chill. The reality is that if someone cares about you, they will make real plans with you, which will include a time and a place. Number two. We realize that they haven't deleted their dating apps. Hmm. Before one of my best friends met her soon-to-be husband, she had been seeing someone for several months that kept leading her on. Whenever she asked him where things were going, he assured her that they were going to be official soon. Their weekends were spent together, and she met all of his friends and even his parents, so she calmed her worry with the fact that soon he would commit. Then one night, he was showing her something on his phone when a message popped up on Bubble. Instantly, he swiped it out of it and swiped out of it and didn't say anything. Although she understood that technically they weren't exclusive, my friend was hurt because they had been talking for two months and things seemed to be going in that direction. Seeing that notification pop up and the fact that he offered no explanation helped my friend realize that they didn't seem to want the same things. Number three, they post photos of the two of you, but there are always other people in them. Prior to graduating college, I started casually seeing Tom, who was sweet, outgoing, and ready to settle down, even though he assured me that he was fine without any commitment. After a few weeks, Tom began trying to get a photo of the two of us that he could post on social media whereas I encouraged other friends to jump in. After a few weeks, Tom got frustrated and asked why I didn't want him to have a photo that was just me and him. Numerous excuses came out of my mouth, but none of them were the truth. Had I been more honest, I would have told Tom that the reality was that I didn't want to portray that we were exclusively dating, when that simply wasn't the case. Number four. They are extremely vague about what they are doing when you aren't with them. Years and years ago, I was seeing an older man who was extremely secretive about what he was doing when we were apart. Days would go by without a single message or call from him, and although he assured me that he wasn't doing or seeing anyone else, 
I had a sick feeling in my stomach every time that we were apart. Time and time again, he would assure me that we were exclusive, but I could never get over the feeling that he was seeing other people. And it turned out that I was right. Eventually, I found out that he had been seeing three other women throughout our short relationship and telling them the exact same story that he told me. Always listen to your gut and pay attention to the signs in front of you. Even back when I was 16 years old, I knew deep down that my neighbor couldn't have liked me that much because he didn't spend any time with me. The reality is that I just wanted to accept or believe the truth. I had to learn the hard way that you should never assume that just because you like someone and are spending time with them, that they aren't seeing other people. Protect your heart, especially at the beginning of a relationship, and take the time to really figure out if you and the person that you are seeing want the same things. Remember, until you have a conversation around monogamy with clear communication, you never have a guarantee on whether or not someone is only seeing you. Written by Carrie Wynn, writer and relationship consultant on narcissism, overcoming abuse and trauma, and self-love. Okay. Um, so I really like that article. I feel like it was very interesting and just gives you a lot of um a lot of advice if you're someone who's dating and not really sure how to go about it. Those are some things to definitely keep in mind as you go about your dating journey. And there's that. All right, y'all. So this episode is going to be dropping on the 17th, March 17th. And this day is stimulus day for a lot of people. So shout out to everyone getting a stimulus on this day um it's free money um you know do what you want with it invest it spending on some bills whatever what have you you know all this money that we've been getting i mean it is nothing compared to other places who've been getting Rumored to begin, I don't know if it's facts, but I heard some places were getting money, was getting money monthly. Regardless of that, though, this money definitely does come in handy, like for real, for real. And it's kind of been like a blessing in disguise being able to get this money, even though it's like we deserve so much more. But that's the conversation for another day. Not this time, though, y'all. Enjoy y'all money. Um, I hope if you listening to this, you are one of the people who got the money. Because I know we all need it. Amen, amen. But on that note, I'm going to go ahead and end this episode. End this episode. End this episode. Hope y'all enjoyed it, and I'll check y'all next week, same time, same time, and I hope y'all enjoy the rest of your week and your weekend. Love, peace, and hair grease.